Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. My name is Captain Zach, and in today's episode, I speak with Carson Forrester of Forrester Boatworks. It was a pleasure speaking with Carson today and learning all about how Forrester Boatworks came to be, what his career in the sport fishing industry did to help mold what the company is now, and how he's in touch with some of the world's best boat builders in the industry. I'm sure you've probably heard of some of these builders if you're in the industry, uh, some of which are Spencer, Blackwell, Buddy Davis, and, uh, and Merritt. So if you're into boat building, if you want to learn more about Forrester Boatworks, this is the episode for you. Carson really did a nice job explaining exactly how he builds his boats, what goes into a Forrester boat, and what's different about his boats compared to the other boats out on the market. So before I get too long and drawn out, I just wanted to mention that there are now t-shirts available, Beyond the Buoy t-shirts available on our website, beyondthebuoypodcast.com. You can also learn more about what Carson is doing at beyondthebuoypodcast.com slash Forrester Boatworks. So I hope you're having an awesome day and enjoy the show and we'll see you at the end. Well, Carson, thank you uh, for joining me on another episode of Beyond the Buoy. It's a pleasure to have you on and talk about Forrester Boatworks located in Suffolk, uh, Virginia. So, uh, Carson, welcome to the show. Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us who you are? Yeah, buddy, I appreciate you having it, uh, having us. It's a great opportunity to be on here with you. Um, I'm just uh, <clears throat> a guy. I live in Suffolk, Virginia. I, been in love with boating all my life. I grew up boating with my grandfather and it's just been in my blood ever since I was a little boy. And uh, I've had the opportunity to build a few boats. You know, the biggest one we built so far is 23, but we've uh, we've had the opportunity to sketch some bigger boats that hopefully will come to fruition one day. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what we're doing right now. Right on. on uh, the next boat, we've got a boat that we're going to start in the end of August will be hull five. So, uh, and what was, uh, what was the first hull one? When did you first start that? So it's, it's kind of funny. Um, I, yeah, I call hull one. I, I actually bought my, built my daughter when she was being born, uh, six years ago, a little small skiff that it's kind of a joke. I made that hull one. We had already started what I call hull two, which was just a little 14 foot juniper um hunting boat for a guy that he wanted a boat for just himself and carry his lab and his decoys and uh so we actually we built that old school um juniper plant and man it was a good time building it really enjoyed working with that and uh that one went to gloucester virginia and he's still using it today and loves it so that would have been hole two and uh you know, three was a 17 uh, flat bottom skiff. And mm-hmm. then we built a, a gentleman from Virginia Beach, uh, Josh Bourne with Wingman Guide Service, a well-known uh, guy in our area. Built him a 23, which was a V-bottom center console. Okay. And uh, he uses that every year for duck hunting and a little bit of uh, inshore fishing. And that, that was a neat boat because uh, it feels good to build a guy a boat that he feeds his family with you know it's yeah it, it definitely working boat. yeah it's a working boat cool. it, bring, it brings a lot of meaning to you know what you're doing and you're you're really providing you know this guy and his family with a means to an end right a means to really that's get right. out on the water and, and feed his family that's wicked cool and i like how you made that connection um but our forester boats what what's kind of like how do you classify them because you know you have any everything from you know dinghies and sailing vessels to you know super yachts and then there's you know 
there's something in the middle. And I think that's kind of where you, where you sit. You're, you're kind of in the, what is it? Less than 30 range right now. And then you said you're trying to build a, you know, sketching a bigger boat out coming soon. Sure. Sure. So, uh, so far it's just been, uh, what I would call a skiff, you know, I don't know. Some people have, uh, different opinions of what a skiff is, but to me, anything 17 to 21, 22 foot to me, I call it a skiff. I, I, uh, was a boat captain for a while and ran some bigger boats and we always called the smaller boat skiffs and that's what we've built so far. Um, we built hunt boats. We built, uh, you know, yacht finished out boats, I'd call them where they're really, you know, finished all the way out. Um, so it's been, it's all over the board. We, uh, just really, whatever the, uh, the person wants, I, I hate to be so cliche with it, but, uh, yeah, starts right. on a piece of paper, like all the other custom, builders say and that's what we've done every time we've sat down jotted you know the boat down and what the customer is actually looking for and so far um i've done all the drawings uh, the boats that we built i i actually drew them designed them um as we grow and hopefully the uh bigger boat opportunities come up come about we'll work with some architects in the future on the bottom and where we need to um and we look forward to those relationships also. But so far, um, you know, everything's been done in-house. Um, as far as what we've built, you know, everything's been kind of the, either the sport, you know, fishing side or the hunting side. Uh, we've not done any sailboat builds or anything like that. But uh, it's been in that, you know, in that mid-20s. 20 range so far yeah i hope right. that the good lord will bring a big boat one day um, yeah right, absolutely we, we would love to build a big boat and we have the means to do that um we'll just see what happens i'm excited about the future uh i enjoy building small boats too i, I love every one of them but uh we'll see what comes yeah absolutely and i find that there's something special about a small boat you know, you can build and nothing wrong with big boat. Big boats are awesome, right? You just more opportunity, you know, you don't have to sacrifice as much space and, and you can go further, farther and faster. But there's something beautiful about a small skiff and what it provides. Like you said, you know, it can provi provide a family with, you know, recreational opportunity and open, you know, your kids up to the ocean and enjoying fishing and hunting and so on and so forth. But then it also provides, you know, up here in Rhode Island, we have uh, quahoggers, right? Hard shell clam, clamors. Right. And they go out in their skiffs every morning. I think, you know, most of them leave around 3 a.m. And they're clamming up until, you know, the wee hours of the night or until, the you know, the wind picks up. And they're out there in, in typically a 20-foot skiff. And the famous skiff around here is uh, is a, like a row marine is what it's called. And very low, low gunnels. Okay. Um kind of a semi flat bottom, but still has a little bit of a V to it. So it's a pretty interesting looking boat, but you know, what I'd like to really touch upon is you mentioned that you were a boat captain, you know, as well. And, and you, you've run some bigger boats. How did you kind of, you know, get started in boating? Because, you know, like me, I've, I've grown up on the water, grown up in boats. So there's a story behind that. And then also what was your first boat? I always love to answer that, ask, ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you asking, uh, the other guys that yeah uh my first personal boat that i owned it was mine it was a uh, 19 uh a sea pro actually okay center console and uh, i was really proud of that thing and uh, i've had plenty since then um 
this year, actually, the boat that we're going to start in August is actually going to be my family's boat that I'm uh, going to have the opportunity to build that we're going to use for a demo boat. So I'm uh, real excited about that. But as far as the history, um, I grew up, my grandparents had a place in Mania, North Carolina, which is, uh, you know, that's a mecca for custom boat building in that area. Big time. Mania, Wan Cheese area. And uh, so I grew up down there in the summers and just being surrounded by the custom boats. And I had family members that worked for Buddy Davis, actually. Oh, and, no uh, way. So we'd get, yeah, yeah. So we'd get to go to the shop and I've got pictures of me sitting on the 52s and the 47s that were really, really popular back then. And I was just sold from that point on. And uh, we just fished, you know, every summer with my granddad. And uh, again, I was just around the boat building, visit the shops as a young guy. And I think it was just, I don't know if I believed that I could build one back then when I was a young guy, but it was entrenched in me. And uh, so the fishing continued and uh, I became a, uh, I'm a firefighter also. I have seven years left and I'll retire from there. And this is where I'll be every day building boats. But I went into the fire department in 98 and there was a fireman there that had a charter boat and I started mating for him um, on my days off. So that's, kind of started the offshore world for me and we would run trips out of Hatteras and uh, Virginia Beach right. and uh, fish a few tournaments and so that went along for for several years and then I kind of moved up and got a job mating on a uh, it was a 61 Craig Blackwell boat called the AAA okay uh, Mr. Jim Wilkerson a great guy I'm still friends with him and I, I made it for him for a while and fishing Ocean City, Pirates Cove, we fished a big rock, which is going on right now, and uh, a bunch of the Hatteras tournaments, and I got to meet a lot of the people in the industry at that time, and be around, uh, I would take the boat to Blackwell's, and got to meet those guys, and just really started getting entrenched, and seeing what was going on, and kind of learning that world, and uh, so that went on for a while, and I, I finally had my first opportunity to run a boat, which was a... Uh, it was a Viking out of Virginia Beach. I ran it for a little while and then got on another Blackwell and, and worked for a family for, shoot, it was probably six or seven years I worked for a family, and that was a, a Blackwell boat. And then we had a Spencer, and we had a Scarborough in there for a little while. But within that, uh, I was able to be a captain through three custom builds mm. uh, that the owner had done. And again, he had a 62 Blackwell built that I was there for. And I got to see as the boat, pro, you know, progressed through the uh, process. And uh, we actually, we built a smaller 28 with Craig Blackwell also. and got to see that start to finish. Oh, and interesting. Then we went to, I didn't know they built yeah, that small. They did. They've, they've they built did. several uh, 28s and uh, they've got some 30s. Was that like um, a center console or more like it a... It is. Uh, okay, very cool. No, it was a center console boat. It actually, beautiful boat. It, uh the hull shape looks just like their big boats. Um, huh. a beautiful boat. Gorgeous. Yeah. And, uh, and being, just being with the process and then we built a 60 Spencer and I was there from again, day one to the end and was actually involved in it. And, and that's when I, you know, I think I kind of told myself, Hey, I'm gonna try to build something myself. Right. And, uh, actually Paul Spencer was very, uh, we kind of had some conversation about the small boats, you know, he told me, he said, Hey, starting off with the small boats, it can, it can be tough in the custom world because a lot of people don't understand how many hours go into even a small skiff or, or 25 foot 
custom boat. It is a lot of work. Oh my god, it's so incredible it adds amount of work. Of course. And, uh, so it was it was good that I had a, I felt like I had made a lot of good relationships in that world down there, and everybody was just uh, overly helpful, and they still are today. I've got some of my best friends are down there building boats right now. Great boat builders, and uh, phone call away. Right. These guys are they're always helpful, and I I try to do the same thing myself if I'm somebody reaches out to me for any questions. Yeah, for and sure. The whole boat building world has been like that. Everybody is so helpful, and uh, it's just a great community to be in. Well, that's really cool to hear. And I mean, hell, I mean you you've you've worked alongside or, or been in connection with some of the best boat builders in the world. I mean by far, especially in regards to, you know, the sport fishing community. I mean, Spencer, Buddy Davis, you know, Scarborough, these are incredible boat builders with such a, for sure. you know, yeah. I mean, just, they're so genuine to their craft and, and they really do not skimp on anything. I mean, I was talking to, um, Captain Vinny LaSorsa, who was on the show mm-hmm. about Freedom Fighter Outdoors. And we just talked about, you know, a little bit briefly on the build for the, the Freeman Merritt you know, and how he was working with Merritt and, and he kind of right. came up in a very similar fashion, which kind of laid the groundwork for what he's doing today. And in part, you know, it was very similar to your story, right? You grew up on the water, you started working for, you know, some boat builders and, or just were just surrounded by it. And, and now you're, you're, you are where you are. Um, so what was kind of the, the, the turning point where you're like, all right, I'm a fireman. I'm, I have some awesome, you know, people around me that are able to help me through this process. Like what was the, what was the light switch that went, all right, I'm going to try and build a boat. Yeah, I, I would say, and, and I kind of missed a little section there, which I can't believe I missed it because it was one of the most influential, influential parts for me. But uh, when I got off the, the boat, the gratitude, it was a Spencer. When I got off that boat, it, the travel schedule was starting to get where I, I couldn't be home as much. And, uh, I'm a family man. I didn't want to be away from my family. So uh, that's why I got off that boat. Those people that are in that boat are great people. Uh, still have a good relationship with them. I just didn't want to be gone. So uh, I'd gotten off the boat, and I was really missing running boats still. I enjoyed offshore fishing, and I had an opportunity to uh, be a fill-in captain in Oregon Inlet, which was an opportunity in itself, uh, the fishing center there. And uh, so I started filling in as a captain. And when I was there, uh, Billy Maxwell, who worked with Captain DC, Buddy Kennedy, those guys would build a boat, you know, over the winter, one uh, one boat a year, and they employed uh, the captains and mates during the winter. Hmm. And that's how it had always been. Well, Billy had had the opportunity to build a new boat, a frame boat, Juniper frame boat, and uh, he was running a little short on help. And he knew I was looking at always wanting to work in a boat shop down there part time. And the opportunity was actually given to me to come down there and work. And uh, so a lot of people thought it was crazy, but I would drive two hours uh, on the days I was off and get down there working at a boat shop. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I was through the winter. And it was probably the greatest opportunity I ever had. Some of the greatest guys you you could ever meet, greatest uh, craftsmen, uh, just some of the greatest guys in the world. And uh, able to be part of that last frame, I, I believe that's the last frame boat probably been built in that area so what Um, let me just let me pause you there so for those who are not too aware of you know there's a lot of different methods to build a boat but can you just kind of briefly explain what a what a frame boat is and how you're you know yeah 
Yeah, I'm sorry. So that's all right. Uh, the older, um, older style Carolina boats were actually built from the keel up. Um, okay. Almost like a house with these. You, the boat was built on its uh, on its keel up, right side up, and you actually frame it with juniper frames, and then that is planked, and the boat is built that way. Ninety nine percent of the boats today are built on a jig. Uh, where you set the strong back up in a jig and that your boat is built upside downwards. If you visit a shop when they're building the hull, it's going to be upside downwards. And then that is flipped over with a crane and the rest of the boat is built from there. Gotcha. Uh, every boat I've built other than the first one, that first Juniper skiff was built right side up, but everything else is built upside downwards. So that 57 that we built that year, that was the last frame boat. Other than there's a builder, Glenn Bradley, and Juan Cheese, who is just an incredible craftsman, he still builds some small boats, frame style. Um, and today he still does. But as far as a big boat, I would say that's probably the last one built in Dare County. Um, and I mean, maybe it's not going to be the last. I hope it's not. So most of them are built in a jig style. So that's what I meant. So being in the boat shop with those guys um, that year, and I was a low man on a totem pole. You know, I mean, I was just learning, trying to soak up all the knowledge I could from those guys. And it was finally, I think, then that I was like, you know what? I, I just got to do it. You know, just step out and do it. So that's when I built the first skiff. And uh, when I finished her up, I took it down there and showed Billy Maxwell. And he was, he really had a lot of good things to say about it. Which oh, that's awesome. Good. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what started for me, I believe, where I, I really knew I could do it. Right. And now what was the, what was kind of the process of building that first skiff? And then, you know, also for those who aren't really aware of, you know, what goes into a boat in general, but you know, what goes into a Forester, a Forester boat, like what's different, you know, cause there's a lot of different makes and models and, and manufacturers, you know, people think of right. a boat and they think of Boston Whaler, Grady White, you know, you think of Sportfish, you're thinking of, right. you know, Spencer, Buddy Davis, but like what makes a Forrester boat and can you kind of take us through the steps of, you know, first you got to, you know, cut the bow stem, then you got to do this and X, Y, Z, and then kind of go on and on. Right. So, um, I think for me, uh, well, the first step is meeting with the, the family or the, uh, gentleman that, that wants the boat, you've got to spend some time together and figure out exactly uh, what's in their mind. You know, the goal is to get it out of their brain mm. onto the paper, that what they're envisioning. Because, uh, you know, I have a lot of people send me messages and just say, hey, man, how much for a 23 or how much for a 25? Well, right. in the custom boat world, that's hard to say. Because, yeah. you know, one 25 could be totally different than another 25 because that's the beauty of a custom boat. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of great production boats out there. I know they are. They're great boats out there. Um, I've owned some of them, but they're going to be what you buy. You know, you go buy it and that's what it is. A custom boat, if you meet with a custom builder and you can have these little ideas in your mind or exactly how you want your console set, how you want your fish box, um, all that stuff comes into play and it's built exactly how you want it. So, it all starts sitting at a, you know, at a table for lunch or sitting at a desk and we just sketch exactly what they want. And uh, so that's how it all starts. And, and so far um, I have, you know, I can loft the boat myself, which is uh, the lofting process comes from picking up what you've got on your plans, your drawing and mm -hmm. making it full size on the floor. 
Um, a lot of that is done on a computer today for, uh, I would guess 90% of it is done in, on a CAD system and on a computer. I, I don't have that right now. So I draw mine old school and I old enjoy school. it. I'm I like glad it. that I know how to draw it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I'll have to throw, uh, Gary Davis with Jarrett Bay is actually retiring this year, but I met Randy Ramsey at the Hatteras Marlin club. I was running a boat and, uh, Gary did a lot of their drawing back then and, and Lofton and I asked him, could I meet with Gary one day? And Gary just out of the, just super nice to me. I went down to Jarrett Bay and spent a day with those guys and they really helped me a lot on the Lofton process. And so we can loft the boat in the shop at Forster Boat Works, or if it's more involved and we want to do a CAD program, I have, we can go that route. In other words, um, and I've got some guys that have a CNC machine, Tiffany Yachts in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They have CNC'd some jigs for me in the past. But so that's the whole process, you know, the beginning of the process, I'm sorry, right. I should say. And uh, so then once we get our jig cut out, then we'll spend a week setting that jig up, getting it 100% square, uh, you know, level lines. It, it's, a, it's a process. You want that jig to be perfect. And uh, that's the whole purpose of it. So we'll get that set up. And then you layer, you lay the keel right down the middle. The keel will go inside that jig and you'll build it up with, uh, we use fur for our, for our keels. And uh, it's all laminated. Your bow stem, I make a bow stem jig that will get the, the bow stem to shape that we want. And uh, you just start laying it in the jig and it, you know, you build all your, your stringers, your, uh, your keel and your bow stem and your sphere clamp, which is the the top line of the boat, which mm-hmm. gives the profile of the boat, and everything else is planked to that. We uh, and we use um, in the past we've used Akumi plywood, which is very high end marine grade plywood with no voids. It's beautiful stuff, mm. and we plank in a forty five direction, um, forty five degree direction aft forward. And then we come back and do another layer the other direction. Oh, and depending on the size of the boat, uh, the smaller boats, we usually do two layers. Um, bigger boats get three layers. Huh. Um, but that's what the cold, uh, cold molding process is. That's what, that's what cold molding is. And it, and it makes for a light yet strong boat. And that's a technique very familiar with a lot of the sport guys, sport fish guys. That's exactly right. That's how most of your boats are now. Um, everybody is moving into, uh, materials, uh, you know, core cell foams, closed cell foams, uh, so a lot of composites coming into the boat building the day. And, uh, you know, the same boat that we could cold mold, we could build it out of core cell foam. If you want, if, if, if a boat is cold molded correctly, that boat will be here for a hundred years. You know, mm. uh, I look up to John Bayless, Bayless boat works those guys are building magnificent yachts they're all cold molded if you do it right it's it's you know boat will be there for a long time um some people get scared of wood and if that's the case we can build the boat out of core cell um it makes it a lot lighter and uh that's where personally i like a cold molded boat a cold molded boat is light compared to a planked boat or an all glass an all fiberglass boat believe it or not is heavier it's cold molded. It's lighter, but if you go core cell, it's even lighter. Right. So uh, it just depends on exactly what you want. You know, a lot of flats boats these days, they want to be as light as they get 
to have, you know, very shallow draft. And if that's what we're looking for, that's where we'll go. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm open to building um, with the materials that are needed to make the project what we're looking for the end of it. Right. Um, yeah, you can kind of do and, whatever whatever they're looking for. That's right. We can we can go cold mold it. We can. I'm actually talking to a gentleman right now about building a skiff, and he wants it juniper planked. Really? And, uh, if that's what he wants, we can do it. And uh, you know, it'll build. It'll be a nice boat, but it's a little different than what a lot of people want today. But um, I'm I'm game. In other words. <laughs> right. Whatever. Whatever comes across. Yeah, and I and I want to build them the boat they want, but we're going to build them a. Are, are really good but we're not going to sacrifice anything for anybody mm. um i have uh i don't know how i want to say this I, I had a couple people approach me about building them work skiffs they were oystermen mm -hmm. great people they wanted a really stripped down work boat and uh they didn't even want it really glassed and they didn't want this and they didn't want that and there's some things for me to sleep good at night you gotta have that. I, that I've got to do. That I'm gonna do on my boats. Right. Um, it it might cost a little more money, but I know it's gonna, it's it's what's gonna contribute to being a, a really good boat. It's gonna last them a long time. Right. And uh, if it's something there that I don't feel like it's gonna, you know, if it's gonna take away from the integrity of the boat, is what I should say. Um, we're not gonna do that. So we we've we've had to adjust some things there. We didn't build a couple of those boats because of that, and that's fine. I just want to feel good about it at the end of the day. Right. Well, I mean, that kind of, you know, that, that, that speaks a lot to who you are and who, you know, what Forrester Boatworks stands for, because I think there's, you know, something to be said about being authentic to your brand. And if your brand is high quality, you know, custom boats, whether it be, you know, a, a 20 foot work skiff or a 30 foot, you know, day boat center console, um, you know, there has to be a level of, integrity right there has to be a level right, of integrity right. in, the, in the boat that when you look at it you say that's a forester boat right like right you can look at a you can look at a buddy davis and you can be like oh you know most guys can you can tell them from a mile away like yeah that's a buddy davis right, right? and right you know that's because they've been they've stayed authentic and true to their brand throughout the entire process and they haven't gone and say well just because this guy wants to drop you know five million dollars on this on this sport fish to have it his way we're not going to do it because it's not it doesn't sit well with buddy davis so <coughs> i like that and right now what kind of um you know you say so you're a custom boat shop what you know what kind of customizations have you made that are maybe a little unique in in the, in the process of boat make boat building or just something that you've done maybe the fish box is a little different maybe the transom's a little you know at a different angle but is there anything you've done for anyone that's you know kind of stands out to you um we've got some stuff um that I'm playing with right now that was uh, pretty neat on the uh actually my, this is my wife's idea I got to give her credit for give it. A little shout we were out. talking about some yeah, yeah yeah some uh gun storage in uh, one of the hunt boats that we had built, the, the gentleman ended up not doing it just because of, of uh, it was extra work. So obviously work at, you know equals money. But um, right. it was a really good idea on some gun storage that she thought of in the floor and in the gunnels that would have been a waterproof uh, space for guns and, and fishing oh, wow. rods and it also could go in there and be locked up, which was kind of a cool idea. And, um, you know, that's one thing for me too. I, uh, you know, I, I love the look of a Carolina boat and there's a lot of Carolina boats out there 
that are just gorgeous, but I live in Virginia and I, and I'm a build a Virginia boat. Yeah. And that's something that I play with also. I, I've got some bigger boats drawn and, uh, I, I really think they're, they look good. I'm really proud of them, but you know, they're a little different. They've got a different shear line than, uh, than Carolina boats do. And, uh, and, and something I'm proud of too, I'm drawing a 20 foot boat. Again, I mentioned it earlier. It's going to mm-hmm. be my, my family's boat or slash demo boat. Um, I don't really want to call it a flats boat because it's going to have a little higher sides than what you might, uh, you know, as a, a Chittam or a Hell's Bay or, or one of the well-known um, flats boats. It's going to be a little higher sides because I have a lot. I have some really big bays I have to run through and such. Sure. But it um, with that, I've done some things on the, the aft end that are, you know, just a hundred percent looks, you know, it's, it's not really as much functional. It's just a little different look that I thought looked good and it looked good to me. And I think people are like, and that, that's on the transom. And, uh, you know, we're going to do some things on the bow that, uh, I think is a little different in some boats, but you know, obviously you don't want to get out there too far where it's just weird. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You want it to, uh, I, I feel like I know what a boat should look like. I, I, I feel like I do. And, and I, I just, uh, you know, some subtle differences, we'll say that. But right. uh, I think with this boat, that when people see it, they're going to know exactly what it is. And that's the reason for this boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going all out. We're going to, uh, it's going to be yacht finish. Um, my wife and my six-year-old daughter and I are trying to figure out what hull color we're going to put on it right now. All what are the, what's the choices right now? Yep. And uh, we'll put a really pretty, pretty color on her. And uh, it's going to have a tunnel and a jack and plate, and uh, it's going to be a really skinny water boat. Yeah. Um, because we have some really good, the Virginia Eastern Shore has some super duper fishing up there, and uh, it's skinny though, you know, and the tides are big, and you just got to really know where you're at. You've got to be able to scoot around, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'll still be able to pole the boat. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't have so much bow that the wind will blow you all around. But um, so. I'm getting off on a tangent here, no, but that, no, that's, that boat, that's a cool boat. I feel like, yeah, I feel like when I get done with it, um, so far what I've got on paper, I'm really proud of, and uh, I'm just excited to get started on it. Yeah, and, it uh, sounds like it's I like a, a do it all boat. You know, like you can you can yeah. run out to the bay, you can hit the flats, you can you can take the family out for a nice sunset cruise. Like it's just one that's a, right. kind of a catch all, you know. And that's right. That I yeah. I feel as though the majority of people that are looking for boats these days, or, or they kind of want to be somewhere in that range. You know, there's, you're going to have the hardcore fishermen, right. But you're also going to have the the hardcore fisherman that, you know, has a wife and family and kids that, you know, needs right. to, he needs to appease his wife in order to get out on the boat. Right. So that's right. You know, yeah. so, uh, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this boat on your Facebook page, green hauled on the trailer with a, it looks like a red Toyota is pulling it. Is is yeah, that the yeah, yeah. what what boat is that? Is that the one we've been talking about? No, that's that's uh that's a different boat. That's uh I've I've got to catch my Facebook up. I'll that's all right. I'm not a Facebook guy. <laughs> no and, uh, that's an old picture. Um, it's a beautiful my boat. Instagram is my Instagram is uh more up to date. But, yeah, uh, that is something we're working on. We're gonna have a website here soon and uh, get our facebook caught up because i i miss a lot of customers I'll, I'll talk to people or, or 
possible customers i'll talk to people about you know hey did you see the pictures on instagram and they're like no we don't do instagram are you on facebook and i'm not keeping it up so i've got to tighten up there but um that was a boat <clears throat> excuse me that was a 17 uh flat bottom boat that i actually started building uh kind of a spec boat mm. and uh it actually set for a little while um and I built a, another boat in between. I sold a boat while I was building that one. So we stopped and we built the boat that was uh, sold. And so we're actually finishing that boat there right now. Um, it was a, uh, uh, it's a cold molded hull, but now it's getting all composite decks, composite console, composite oh, really? covering boards. Um, and it, it'll be going Ocean City. Uh, it's going to, kind of be of a sort of a, a tender and uh, for the grandchildren up there in Ocean City. And we're excited about it. He just uh, visited me last week and saw it. He's really excited about it. So that's uh, that boat's got a 50 uh, outboard on it. And it's going to have a little, you know, nice little console, composite console. Again, yeah. Uh, using composite materials. She's a beautiful and, uh, boat. It's going to be a neat little skiff. It's got a teak transom. That's a real teak transom on it. Really? And uh, so that'll be... We're using um, some some uh, all wood on that uh, to keep it right for the guy. But um, so that's that's just a simple flat bottom skiff, uh, kind of a older style dead rise flat bottom skiff. You know, simple hull design, but uh, it's got pop up cleats and you know, we yeah. kind of went all out with uh, hydraulic steering. It's it's gonna have some nice oh man nice amenities with it. So yeah, we're excited about that's that. That's wicked cool. Yeah. And I love the simplicity in like. And, and, and a lot of the boats you're building is, you know, it just, there's something beautiful about having a, a simple share line that really just, you know, it makes the boat look, and the only word that comes to mind is proud, you know, like you right. see it, you see it going down the, you know, down the channel and it's just, that's just a proud looking boat, you know, and it's just well built, looks good, like not a whole lot of, you know, craziness going on, but you can really it kind of speaks to the architecture of the boat and it makes you kind of look at it and think about it a little bit more rather than just seeing like this big flash of, you know, whatnot going down. So no, yeah. it's a really pretty boat. Really pretty. Yeah. It's uh, on the trailer. A lot of people ask about it, you know, when I'm pulling it down the road. Um, it's a uh, kind of a, you know, kind of a crabs gift style rig, but uh, a lot of people like, you know, just like you said, it's just a simple skiff, but I feel like it's pretty. And, uh, think it'll turn some heads um i've got uh, i want to mention too a good friend of mine jason yost too has came on and he uh is a partner of mine now in all this and uh he's helping me with that build and, and he's had a lot of great ideas too he he grew up fishing we kind of got a similar background mm. and so he's been able to uh add some of his ideas into these projects too and we, and we do boat repair stuff also um you know, I kind of wish it was all new construction because that's what I'm really passionate about. But right. we do some repair stuff also, you know, and uh, he's, um, you know, having him on board has really helped me a lot too. being able to get more stuff done, get it done quicker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, funny you mentioned that. I was just looking at the picture with um, the, you putting a transom door, a tuna door in the, in the transom of a yeah, sport in the fish. sport fish boat. Yeah. 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 We came did that out, last year. Came out awesome. Yeah, we were really proud of that. Jason and I went over, uh, that was a kind of an on-the-road deal that we did in a, a boat yard. Uh, um, that boat's a charter boat out of Virginia Beach. It's a Jarrett Bay, an early Jarrett Bay. Great boat. That's a frame-style uh, built boat. 
interesting. And, uh, it's just a beautiful rig. Yeah, it's called a smoke show. Um, um, a great boat, and uh, it just didn't have a tuna door. And a guy wanted a tuna door in it, so we did it. Um, actually, it was the first one I'd ever done. I feel like it came out came out pretty. Yeah, and you and, know what? Uh, we did I some painting those, on that boat. I, I hear those things are really hard to make. Like they're not they're not easy. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it, just cutting uh, a it, hole. It worked us. Yeah, it, it did work us because a lot of different angles in that thing, and uh, yeah, so it wasn't something you just did in a day or two for sure. Right. Um, so it kind of matched us out, but uh, we got it done, and uh, I think the owner's happy with it. He had some uh, some forward deck uh, issues that nothing to do with the boat builder, just a previous owner had, had uh, let some things go, and they had some water intrusions. So we, we replaced some forward decking there, and um, it actually had windows in the front of the house, and uh, he wanted to get rid of them, and uh, so we filled all that in. And so it was a big project. We were there for she probably almost two months um and it was a big job for her so that's something else we do also and, right uh, enjoy doing that yeah so just throwing that out there yeah i mean there's a lot of pride in, in taking you know building building something from the ground up and then also you know taking something that was you know previously maybe you know kind of lost its way and now it needs to you know have it have it refinished and i've done been fortunate enough to have been in positions where i've done both you know i actually built a Built a boat with my dad growing up, and then also, oh, nice. yeah, nice. a little uh, TNT, like a twelve foot hydroplane. So nothing okay. crazy, but it was fun. Cool. And then, uh, yeah. you know, also helped work on a skiff, which I know we talked about it earlier in our last call with um, Lou Cizat, who is the tips of the shipwright guy. Right, YouTube. right, yeah, very yep. familiar with it. Yeah, yeah yep. so very That's fortunate. Awesome. He actually lives down the road from me, so you know, being in the boatyard. I just always pop my head in and ask questions and then, you know, he'd offer, you know, Hey, do you want to come hold this board or Hey, you know, just come in for the day and, and learn about, you know, taking screws out or putting, you know, putting in planks right. and, and just little intricacies that you wouldn't learn from anywhere else. And I'm sure you can relate to that because there's so many other, Oh, for sure. You know, you can go to school for it, but at the same time, you don't really know until you find like that that old guy in the boatyard who's just willing to take you under his wing and just show you a few things, you know. Yeah, and and that's where uh, man, the good Lord has just been good to me. There, I feel like people have been over backwards for me. Um, almost, you know, I probably placed so many calls in the beginning. I was just feeling people were gonna probably be, oh my God, he's calling me again. But it's not right. been like that. I mean, I've got a list of. I mean, Irvin Forbes, Kurt Daniels, Paul Spencer, all these guys in Wanchester. I mean, I'm a, you know, Ricky Scarborough, all everybody, John Bayless, all those guys. I, I have questionable stuff, and they would go over, bend over backwards for you. Craig Blackwell helped me with some drawing. Um, I just, and it just goes on and on. And uh, I, I just want to return that favor um, in any way I can. And and you were talking about being in Lewis's shop. That's something that, uh, you know, you definitely in a custom boat world, you, you form a relationship with the person you're building the boat for. That's no doubt. And, and the goal is the relationship to be as good as it is that it was in the beginning as it is at the end. Right. Right. So, uh, and, and, and I've always, um, you know, I was talking to a guy about a boat a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about having a skiff built for he and his son. And his son, you know, is a 16, 17 year old guy. And he's like, it just be, you know, something that, for us to spend time on. And I said, Hey, he's a local guy in my area. I said, Hey, um, you know, anytime he wants to come in here and put his 
hands on his boat too. I'm not trying to get free labor, but I'm saying if he right. wants to come and be part of the build, I'm open for that. And, and that's what's been so for me, the the builds that I was part of as a captain, I took pictures from day one and I've got books on every one of them. And I just love seeing the boat come along. And and that's something else we we do too is uh you know if we're building your boat we we start documenting from day one and we kind of we make up a nice book at the end and give it to the owner. Oh, that's awesome. So he can see that you know I I haven't been fortunate enough to have a custom boat built for myself yet. Hopefully this winter that'll happen. But I just think it'll be something you can look back in twenty thirty years and remember that whole process. And uh, so you know we're open if we're building someone a boat we want you to be as much a part of that boat as you want to be yeah and, as you should uh, be you know just be there yep just be there when you put the last plank on it or lay the keel or, or whatever We'd love for you to be there and uh so i think the whole process of a custom boat is just amazing some people don't have the time to wait you know it doesn't work for everybody right um some people have to have a boat right now and i get it i totally get it but the person that it's really into craftsman ship or really just wants to see their boat is built for them come together that's the way to go you know yeah. with a custom builder whoever it is yeah um, no just for get sure. to see it be born couldn't so. couldn't agree more could not agree more and you know like you said i know you know I've, I've been fortunate to be around people that have helped me through my career and 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 just going through um you know learning learning about boats learning about being you know a good captain and being on the water and um, another guy, John Mendes over in, uh, over here in Rhode Island really kind of helped pave the way for me in terms of, you know, really learning the ropes on the boat. So I think it's about the relationships okay. that you forge, you know, along the way for sure. and then keeping those up, yeah. like you said, and, and, you know, having them in your Rolodex. And I know that's kind of an old, old fashioned term now, but, um, in your contact list and, and yeah, just being right. able to, yeah. you know, put, put, push one forward and, and like, and, and offer that kid, Hey, do you want to come help? build your boat you know that's an awesome such an incredible experience to be laying the planks on your right. boat that you're going to have next year you know out fishing that's and right. playing and, and, and making memories so that's that's super cool but uh um, yeah just knowing you're a part of it for sure yeah uh, absolutely cool. yeah. it's incredible <clears throat> but um well carson you know i always like to ask a few questions you know for every every podcast but you know, I, I kind of want to switch it up this time. And usually it's, you know, what does the ocean mean to you? And you could certainly, you know, talk about that. But I also like to talk about, you know, what does a boat mean to you? Because I think that's more suiting as to who you are and what you're doing. And I think a boat, you know, is kind of that, it's a vessel for experience and journey and, and getting yourself out in the ocean. So what does it mean to be a boat builder? And, and how does it relate to the ocean for you? So, uh, let's see, I'm sitting here thinking, um, the boat itself, uh, growing up on it and uh, some of the greatest memories I have in my life of, you know, growing up with my grandfather on the boat and, uh, my family have all been on the boat. So, uh, you know, building a boat for somebody, you're, you're building that craft or, or building that vessel that that, that family is going to also have, you know, make those memories on. I guess you would say. So, um, yeah, it, my whole life has been around boat. I think it's the, my wife would tell you that that's, that is my number one priority. My number one hobby, my number one, just everything is about, uh, boats and it just always has been. And, uh, to be able to, uh, 
to provide that for somebody else or another family. Uh, I think that's special to me. Um, know what they're going to do with it. Again, going back to the uh, wingman skiff, that's his career. That's his uh, how he provides for his family, and he does it on a boat that we built for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so that's that's what the boat would mean to me is just uh, making memories. And uh, like I said, some of the best stories or memories I have are definitely been on the boat. We uh, from fishing to just like you said, just doing cruises in the afternoon or going out and swimming with my my wife and my daughter and taking the labs with us and just everything revolves around the boat. Yeah. And, uh, so that's that's what it would mean to me. Yeah. Right. Just making memories. Making memories. Love it. Yeah. yeah, and I couldn't agree yeah. more. You know, that's what it's been for me. It's been a place of, you know, hey, having a rough day, go for a boat ride. You know, and and when I'm right. not, when I don't yeah. have access to a boat, I get a little bit anxious, a little bit sweaty, and I'm like, all right, I got to get get back to the ocean, get back to the dock. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, couldn't. that's what happened to me when I was uh, running that sportfish boat. I, I didn't have my own personal boat there for a little while because right. we had a fleet, a fleet that I had to keep up with, and I could use them like they were mine. And, when I stepped off that thing, I went about a year with no boat. I was about to get nuts. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I finally, I had to buy something. I, I've got a little 18 Parker right now. We've had a lot of good times on it. It's a great little boat. That's and, an awesome uh, boat. Parker makes a great boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So it's a neat little rig, but, uh, you know, we're going to replace it this winter. But we've had some good times on that little thing. Yeah. yeah for great. sure. Well, Carson, you know, it was a, it was a real pleasure to have you on the show, um, you know, and learning all about Forrester Boatworks, but, you know, before we go, uh, where can people, um, you know, get to know you, learn more about Forrester Boatworks and, uh, yeah, if they need to, if they want to build a boat, how, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So, uh, I have my cell phone in my pocket you know, every day, right on. like most people. So, uh, telephone number is 757-708-0598. And uh, you can give Jason and I a call anytime, call me anytime, even if you just want to talk boats. Um, we talked to a lot of people that at the end of the day, it might not come together for them, but we enjoy talking about it. And uh, so, you know, it, may, it might be something that comes together 10 years up the road, but it's fine. Um, and our Instagram is just Forrester Boatworks on Instagram, and that, that is kept up to date. And we will be getting our Facebook up to date here soon. And I'm working with a fellow right now to get a uh, new website up. So I know we're a little bit behind at times on that, but uh, all that's coming together. All and, in good uh, time. So you, yeah, yeah. So uh, you'll be able to check us out there. But please give us a call. Love to talk to you about it. If there's anything we can help you with, um, you know, just please give us a call. And uh, we really appreciate the opportunity to be on this podcast. It's a first for me. Um, a little bit nervous going into it. I think it ended up okay. So <laughs> it, it was awesome. I appreciate the, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Anytime we can get it out there, the name out there, um, that's what we want to do. And and I, I feel like if they talk to the customers we've we've worked with, I think they would speak highly of us. Uh, our name means a lot to us, and uh, yeah, that's it. And we stand behind it, and uh, we hope this uh, Forrester boat works and be around for a long time. Right on. Yep. Right on. Well, thank you, Carson, again for being on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. All right, man. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Carson.
Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. It was a real pleasure speaking with Carson today all about Forrester Boatworks and learning about how he got to where he is today. It was very interesting to you know, see the resemblance between uh, Captain Vinny LaSource's time you know, on the water, really learning and really building that repertoire, and, and how Carson took a very similar path in the, in the sense that you know, he started out as a captain working in and amongst the boat builders. And then he said, all right, well, let me take this chance. Let me let me do it by myself. And, you know, he's succeeding at it. So that's it's awesome to see that. And it's really cool to be able to pick someone's brain and and see how he's gone about it. So if you want to learn more about him, you can head over to beyondbuoypodcast.com slash Forrester Boatworks. Um, it, it won't be right up. It won't be up right away, but it is coming soon, probably within the next couple of days. And then also, you can check out Beyond the Buoy on our website, beyondthebuoypodcast.com. We also have new merch that just came out. If you want to support the show and support us getting more guests like Carson on the show, you can buy a t-shirt. T-shirts are awesome, super, super soft and comfortable. They're all printed locally here in Rhode Island. And the design is pretty cool. Got a lot of compliments on it. So check it out. You can see that on our homepage as well as under the shop section on the website. And with that, guys, as always, remember to work hard, do good, and be incredible. Catch you in the next episode, and have an awesome day.